0: Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today I want to talk to you about no more consciousness of sin. Now the reality of of God's mercy and grace, I think this is the very area that really keeps people in a lot of condemnation, keeps people in a lot of strife, and, and, and they can't never live free because there's so much thinking about what they've done wrong or how God sees what they've done wrong, and, and are they truly forgiven, and are they truly delivered, and, and are they truly uh, forgiven of all these things. And I, and I think this is a very a strong area because under the old covenant, the blood of bulls and goats could never bring you no more consciousness of sin. But under the the blood of Jesus, you and I have no more condemnation. Romans eight and one. There's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. And what a wonderful revelation that we can get a hold of this. But you know, as long as we're running back every day asking for forgiveness, now I want to under I want to reveal something to you. There's something different about confession. The word confession means homologa. It's two Greek words. Homo means the same, and logos means the word. So God wants you to say the same thing that he said about your sins, and if your sins are removed. He says your sins are removed. So there's two separate words there. The word repent does not mean to do a 180. It means to change the way that you think. So there's two totally different words. I am not saying we don't need to repent. I'm saying we don't need to confess our sins every day. We need to repent because we're continuously changing the way that we think. So we understand the difference in the two words in the New Covenant when we understand the New Covenant. So the word confess means to say the same thing. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean to confess everything that you've done wrong to everybody in the entire world. But it means to confess and say those things that He said about your sins and to confess the word of what He said about you and the word repent. Repent means to change the way you're thinking. So we see in Luke chapter 7, verse 37 through 39. And I think this is a great revelation of no more consciousness of sin. And behold, a woman in the city, now it makes it plain, who was a sinner. When she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisees' house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping, she began to wash his feet with her tears and she wiped them with the hair of her head and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant of oil. Now when the Pharisees who invited him in saw this, he spoke to himself saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what kind of matter of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. Now I want to show you wonderful grace here in this revelation because if you go on down to verse 48 of that same chapter, then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Now I want you to understand something. Here's a woman that was a sinner. More than likely, she was probably a prostitute. And so she come into the to the, come right into where he was having a, a feast with the Pharisees, and she brought an alabaster full of fragrant oil, which was probably, based on the, what the word says, one annual year's wages. In other words, she brought everything that she had, put it at his feet, behind him weeping, she began to wash his feet with her tears, wipe them with the hair of her head. Now you've got to understand something. It was un- uncustomized or it wasn't customary for her to come in and take her hair down. That was that was that was under the Jewish law. That was wrong. She shouldn't have been doing that. And she kissed his feet and anointed him with the fragrant oil. When the Pharisees has, had invited him, saw this, spoke to himself saying, This man, if he were a prophet, he would know that she's a prostitute. He would know that she's a sinner. But you if you notice something, she never asked Jesus to forgive him, forgive her. He said, Honey, your sins are forgiven. Not what did she do that forgive her, her sins? Now in the local church today, you've got to come up to the altar, you've got to do the ABC, accept, believe and confess. And I do believe we have to accept him. I do believe we need to believe in him. And I do believe we need to confess him as Lord of our life. But she didn't do any of those things. So that really tears up the theology of what the church is trying to get us to understand. You know, if you don't do it before the church, then you're really not saved. And if you don't believe this way, then you're really not. She didn't do any of that. He said, your sins are forgiven. And immediately, everything was changed about this woman. She just went through some performances and believed and trust and just cried out to him and was looking for mercy even though she didn't ask for it. And he said, Honey, your sins are forgiven. What a great story of God's mercy and grace. Now the scribes and the Pharisees, the Scri- Pharisees especially, saw this woman as a sinner and if he was really a prophet, he would know what woman she was and what matter of woman she was and, and that she was touching in and that she is a sinner. She shouldn't be touching him. Well, I think a lot of times in the Bible, Body of Christ we're so consumed with our little church body that we forget all the people that's going through life and they're struggling every day trying to find answers and you know if they don't fit into our little group they don't fit into our little segment I want you to get away from that today. I want you to see people through the eyes of grace and through the eyes of mercy. You don't know what people's walked through. You don't know what they've been through in their life. You don't know what the struggles. You don't know how they were raised or what if they were molested as a child. You don't know all those things. So before you just make an accusation and judge somebody, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and begin to see what they can be. See the beauty of where God's trying to take them. Begin to understand the grace that He's applied in your life and the mercy that He's placed upon your life, and then you can. Can express that same mercy and that same grace and that same compassion to a lost and dying world. This woman that day was her day. He, she wasn't invited in. She just began to come on in and she began to open that phalabaster box and she began to wash his feet and cry and weep and, cl- and walk, clean it, with, dry it with her hair. What a blessing. She began to kiss his feet and what happened? She was forgiven that day of all of her sins. See, it was already done. She just didn't know it. See, that is the beauty of grace.